Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the final Council of Dads After Show, Episode 10, the series finale. I am sad but excited to talk about this. Theo throwing punches. The Crab Shack is no more. And Larry, don't do it. Don't do it, Larry. No, no, no. No. We don't want it to happen. I am your moderator, the chief of crying, especially for this episode. Wow. Sean McHugh, but I could not do it alone. I got my two girls with me tonight. First and foremost, Miss Kay Montgomery. Hello, Kay. Hey, how's it going, guys? Ready to get into it. Woo! Oh, and my girl Shay Jones in the house. Shay, how are you? I am so sad, excited to talk about this episode. It was crazy. Oh, man. All right, so let's just go. Uh, overall thoughts in the episode. Kay, start us off. What, what, what did you think of this ending? Oh, it was a gut punch, honestly. I did not see it coming. I was devastated. Everybody knows how I feel about Larry. He's my favorite character. I just, I'm beside myself. I just don't even know what to do. I'm so upset. All right. Ms. Shea Jones, what what were your feelings? That ending, I was, I spent like the whole scene. I was like, don't, like, don't, like Larry, just don't do that to me. I don't want to watch that happen. I mean, granted, like, and it was kind of like what Kay was saying, like, earlier before we jumped on, I want to know what they were going to do with that. Like, where would that have led? Yeah. All right. Well, then let's let's start with the end, because we're we're all, like, insane about this <laughs> ending. Um, so they kind of they kind of tease it a little when Larry goes to confront the head of the thing and, like, he's like, you want a drink? And he looks at it like, he kind of looked at it like, I was like, whoa, whoa, what's up, Larry? What are you doing? And then... And then at the end, well, first of all, they, they're trying to kill me. When they have Larry break down at the table about the Crab Shack, and he's like, and Robin's just pouring it on, doesn't even know. She's like, Larry, it's all because of you. And he's like, I know it's because of me. Oh, my God, Kay, talk about this guy, our boy Larry. It's Scott, and his legacy will live on. Oh. You know, they're going to make this place better, and he'll, he'll never be gone. And I was just like... Larry, <laughs> Larry, just come, just rip the Band-Aid off. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Everybody is not going to blame you because they're still going to get insurance money. We're still going to move forward. It's just going to be a little different. So I just really wanted him to rip the Band-Aid off. And when he broke down, I was Ooh. like, oh, Larry is crying. I mean, I think we like all the whole have face. the yeah. whole face. I think we all have that person in our life to where... When the strong person, I don't care if it's your mom, maybe it's your granddad, when that person loses it, 
you're just like, what's happening? Which is how kind of everyone was at the table. Everybody was like, wait, what? Like, what's happening? They could never guess it was that big of a deal. But you could tell just seeing him cry shook everyone's foundation. Everybody's kind of, Larry's kind of like, what's wrong? <sighs> I just feel bad that he's taken all the responsibility upon himself because it's not his fault. It's not yeah. his fault. Yeah. Uh, Shay, you talked about that song I was playing at the end there, too, Midnight Train to Georgia. And we have him. We literally end with him with a shot in his hand. But a text from Robin. So, obviously, I don't think they thought they thought they were getting another season, right? But this is a great way to end. I mean, just, you know, because we're all going crazy, obviously, talking about it. How? What were your feelings on that, that, that final moment there? First of all, playing Midnight Train to Georgia is like the epitome of something. I don't know what it is, but it just feels like when you hear that song, like she sung that song so well where it doesn't matter when you hear it, you know something big is happening because of it. Yeah, That song just resonates no matter what generation you're in. And him being at this bar, it just broke my heart. Like it really did. And I like he said, like him taking all the fault on himself I, I, in, a, in a way, I understand why, sure. because he wanted to become someone somebody depended on, and now they depended on him, right. and he feels like, I let them down. I, with even without a drink, I was completely sober doing this, making the suggestion. So maybe, in, even in maybe his mind, okay, so if I did this sober, what's wrong with drunk me, maybe? And like wanted to drown his sorrows. So I completely understand that, but it also just completely broke my heart watching him be in that bar. I love that moment of Robin just texting him and like you could just see the decision he was trying to make at that moment. Because yeah. it's gonna be a big one. Like this, like you're gonna like there's a lot of choices in your life uh, where you're gonna have to figure it out because and that was a big that's gonna be a big decision. You could either revert back to who you were. And still be the person your daughter thinks you are. Still never see your granddaughter, or you can keep your five year five year chip and go back to your family. That's what they are. Yeah, I mean, family was a, a huge theme. I mean, obviously the show in general, but I felt like this episode really kind of really honed in on the importance of family. Uh, I'm just gonna say, I think Larry doesn't take the shot thanks to Robin's text. I'll just put that out there. Of course, we'll never know, but that's that's where that's where I want to put Larry. I know he's struggling, but I think I think that Robin text is what saved him, because that's what all this show is all about—family saving people. And guess perfect timing. Michael is with us. <laughs> Hello, sir. Hi. Sorry, guys. I'm coming in all late. No, no worries. We started late. You came late. We're all late. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Kay's going to leave early. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're going to get through this no matter what. Because that's what family does. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's how awesome. we show up. So, Michael, we were just finishing up. And I, I'd love to get your opinion. Larry, on this episode, man, he breaks down. He, like, tries to save it. He confronts the dude, almost takes a drink. But then we end with him on a shot. What were your thoughts, Michael? You know, I haven't been as much of a Larry stan as everyone else. So when I saw that, I felt bad for Larry, but I also was like, if, it, if you were overstepping, 
in my opinion, he overstepped the entire season. Okay. And, and so I feel like in because he did that, it caused him to kind of have this relapse or potential relapse when he could have just kind of stayed in his like lane and then everything would have been fine. Like he didn't have to convince him to sell the place. And I get <laughs> wow, the K- K's face says it all. But Shay too, look, Shay has her arms folded. Oh, yeah. like, we got, we got the Larry. I, mean, hater I just wanted to, okay. I just wanted to defend him real quick because in that sense, so like what Michael says, if he didn't overstep, Robin would have said like, if this would have happened, if she would have kept the crab shack, that would have been the last stronger. Not just so her home is gone. It is destroyed, and now Scott's legacy is also destroyed. That would have been the the break the camel's back. I cannot remember the reference until I got to that part, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, Michael so, is nothing if he is not consistent. I tell you, yeah. but want them to sell the crab shack from the jet. So now he's like, that's what Larry get. <laughs> wow, I love I'm it. Like, <laughs> he's like. Larry, that's what you get. You shouldn't have been overstepping this whole damn season. All right, okay, fair <laughs> enough, Michael. Fair enough. That's what. That's why we do this because we all have different thoughts. Well, actually, oh, one of us has different thoughts on Larry. And it's you. <laughs> one of these kids is doing its own thing, and it's Michael. He is Theo. That is what he is. Uh, awesome, awesome. All right, so let's let's move on. Uh, we start the episode. With, I guess we didn't. We thought Theo wasn't that athletic. Apparently, he's got a right cross that'll knock a dude out. Wow, wow, Shay, your boy Theo knocking out Anthony. What happened? I will say this on, on the on the whole punching thing. You only get one shot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, like Theo. I think Theo needed that. Anthony felt he deserved that, and. Sure, they both got what they wanted. However, if it was me, you lucky we in a hurricane. <laughs> That's all I'm saying on the situation. Come on, don't you think that Theo definitely deserved that? And Anthony definitely deserved to get hit by somebody. And who better than, you know, Scott's son, right? Sure. I don't know. I'm all right, I'll put that out to my cow. <laughs> what do you think? I I do not condone violence. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that it was sweet, sweet justice to see Scott's son sucker punch Anthony. (laughs) Like, it was very, like, full circle. And I think what even made it better was the fact that they were, like, fine afterwards. And I, you know, I, growing up the way that I did, like, we, you know, when guys had issues with each other, we duke it out and be fine afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that that was kind of a, that was kind of what happened with, with Anthony and Theo. Like they were friends. And then, you know, Theo found out about Anthony and got pissed off, decked Anthony. And then they were like, cool, like, let's pal up again. You know, like, and I yeah. feel like that. It was kind of showing Theo's, he's growing up, like he's becoming this young man following in his dad's footsteps, but also, you know, taking on more of a young man role in, mm. in, in the family, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. 
No, you're right. I, you know, dudes, we can, we can, we can fight it out and then kind of move on and have a beer. That's, yeah. that's kind of how we roll. Um, you guys are weird. Yeah, we are. Uh, so <laughs> when they're at the hospital, uh, I love how Robbie calls out Anthony. Uh, and she says, you know, this whole macho victim tough guy thing you've got going on. And she said, is that a thing? He's like, well, you're making it a thing. Yeah. So it's a thing. Kay, what did you feel about that macho tough guy victim thing? Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> she like got him completely. Like she read him so easily in that moment. Cause he really was like, what I'm making it a thing. And I actually sensed a little, like, I don't know, flirty tension there. I was like, this is kind of weird. But then, you know, here comes Mr. Like police officer, guy, you know, something else. But I think it was a, I think it was a good moment to show him and Theo have their moment and then get over it really quick. Because I think it was normal and what needed to happen for Theo. Because he's a, he really is an angry kid and he does not hold back on emotion. So yeah, I think it was really funny for her to basically call Anthony out. Um, yeah, I think he does well with that. I think you just have to call him out. I feel like she does that a lot to him. Um, yeah. And I think that's just how you have to deal with a person like like Anthony. Yeah. Well, I think he definitely has come back with his tail between his legs and kind of ready to own his stuff. Um, so let, let's stick with Theo and Anthony just for a second. They have this nice moment where, uh, you know, Theo has a this recipe for some crab soup with ice cream, which sounded awful to me. But then, like, I guess when you thought about it as milk as opposed to ice cream, it made a little more sense. But he made, he tells him, well, you make it then, you know, because you want to be the chef. So he does. But then later he comes back. And, of course, Theo's upset. And I knew what happened right away. I think we all probably knew, you know, they got they broke up. But, man, she texted. This is where the millennials, I don't, man, this is where I don't. I'm so glad I am not trying to be single in a world of texting. A text breakup? Man, oh, that's yeah. not cool. You got to be face to face when you break up. Ladies, you, am I wrong? Can you Shame. tell my ex that? <laughs> tell my ex that. <laughs> um, wow. Oh yeah, he tried that when I was when I was like a sixteen. Let me tell you how pissed I was, and because I was, he did it when he knew I was going on a school trip. Oh, okay. So and it was like two hours away, and I didn't have my license, so obviously I can't like drive back to go confront somebody. <laughs> wow. And it was like I had the I had the old flip phone. Oh yeah. Phone. So it was like it looked like a paragraph, like a long situation. <laughs> and, then it, and then it took you like a hundred years to type back because you had to do one two three one two three one <laughs> oh, two three. <laughs> oh no, no. Then it was like I went to MySpace because MySpace was big. Wow. And then I wrote like my own little paragraph because I was I was just more pissed. First, the fact that you said that at the end of the message you said no, there was not no other girl. Use a liar. There is another girl because you just told girl. me there was one. So now I know you're a liar. And two, you weren't man enough to tell me to my face. Wow. So that's okay. what I was more upset about. Yeah, so I, I get, but, but Theo's like, Theo's crying that hurt me. Granted, I didn't cry. I was pissed. Mm. And I still have not cried too. So that tells you how I guess I felt about the relationship. <laughs> okay. Because wow. I think we were all in on this girl, but uh, I guess not so much anymore. But Anthony I mean, steps up here. Anthony steps her. up here. Uh, and he really kind of shows that he is, he does have a paternal bone in his body. Uh, Kay, what were your thoughts on that moment? He's got one, says Michael. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's surprising. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, I thought it was a really sweet moment. It was mm -hmm. very surprising because they were hugging at the end. I was like, oh, new Anthony, who this? I suppose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was glad in that moment. I mean, I feel like, I, I, are these kids even millennials? No, they're Gen Z. He feels the Gen Z. Okay. So I feel like uh, if I was the girl, I would love to work up with a boy via text because I don't want to deal with all emotions. Wow. So, I wouldn't Hardly. like to be broken up via text. I wouldn't want somebody to do me that way. But I mean, oh, doing okay. somebody that way. <laughs> it's only but one I way. Really I get it. Because I felt really upset because I think we all like Jules. We decided yeah. that she was really sweet and cute. And so I was very devastated for him. And you know, I mean, that first heartbreak is tough. And I will say I've had, I have a kid that just had their first heartbreak. Oh. You think your first heartbreak is bad? When your kid has their first heartbreak, you wow. guys... It's a whole nother level. It is so rough. Wow. I was about to go jack some somebody 15 year old son up, y'all. <laughs> I was really like, where's this little boy at? Girl, I'm telling you. So wow. I, I really felt I you somebody some people may think that was extra for him to be hugging him in the but you guys, I'm gonna tell you when you get to that moment, I'm warning you now, is deep. You you feel it on a whole different level because that's wow. your baby. So wow. I was really I was really like, wow, okay, he's coming through. He didn't make him do the man up thing. He hugged him, you know, that whole thing. So I thought it was great. I do have to log off because that's my time. It's been wonderful being on a panel with you guys. You guys are awesome. I would love to do another panel with any of you anytime. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at host K. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, okay. Kay. See ya. Bye. Bye. Um, awesome. Michael, so just to, just to finish up with Anthony here, he, he says he's going to start a school so he can teach Theo to cook because he needs a family. And I think that was a really nice moment. Again, this whole theme of family with the show, but really for Anthony to realize that this is where I need to be. This is where my family is. Talk about that for me. You know, it was a really sweet moment. Um, I'm, I was glad to see Anthony kind of have this realization, even though it took, you know, all of the, the heartache of, of everyone finding out his, his paternal secret and, and kind of getting pissed at him and punching him in the face. Like it took all of these things and, and a hurricane to come through and destroy everything for him to kind of realize that, that this family was his and this is where he belonged. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where like, I wish that the show would keep going because I, I I wasn't completely convinced he was a, he was going to stick it out. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. You know, like, like I just, I, I feel like he has, he all, you know, Anthony through the whole season has, has always had good intention in in his like brain i guess like he wanted to be there for them and then he wasn't and he wanted to be there for scott and then he wasn't but like and so i feel like i i, I wish that we could see more just so that i could you know we could see that he that the 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 trend was broken right. but you know i but I, i'm hopeful that in the ether of Council of Dads <laughs> that Anthony um, it's going to follow through. 
Before we uh, jump off to another one, can I just jump on what you said real quick? Um, I I agree with you. My hope more for Anthony in this situation was I feel like he is now ready to stop running. He's been running (laughs) since he slept with Michelle. I really think that was like more of the catalyst than anything else. Like him sleeping with her was like that thing that just made him keep running for over 25 years. And I think him running back and rushing through a hurricane was his grand gesture of I'm tired mm-hmm. of running. I'm like not to accept your fate, quote unquote, but I'm accepting my fate of trying to be the man I want to be, be the man that Scott always thought I would be. And he needs family. Like I think he he had this whole idea in his mind the whole time that he didn't need mm. anybody. Like as like as a family, maybe because his own family is his own situation, and obviously we will never know what that situation was. But I feel like now he is now accepted. Sometimes the family you're born with is awful, but the best part about growing up sometimes you get to choose your family. They're your chosen family for a reason. You chose this, these people to be in your life, and yeah. that's even a better family than the ones you grow up with sometimes. Yeah, well said. Well said. Uh, yeah, no, the family theme is very, it's huge on the show. And I just, I really thought it really kind of hammered it in, uh, for this episode in particular. Uh, so we have, we have this great, uh, moment between Peter and Ollie. I just actually, I thought they really gave this storyline a, a nice kind of chunk of time, uh, more than it's probably gotten at all on this whole season. So I really appreciated that we really got to kind of see them and, you know, Ollie really owns up to his kind of his stuff about not listening to Peter and why and how that caused, you know, the rift with the other guy. But then even this whole thing with this new baby that might have something wrong with it. So it was just a, I was really proud of Oliver in this moment of really acknowledging that and, you know, and apologizing. Uh, Michael, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I was, I was proud of Oliver, again, getting to that place that we've been rooting for him to get to, where he kind of realized his own shortcomings and in his marriage and in his relating to his particular family. Um, and, you know, and taking ownership of it, I think he's been it's been one of his shortcomings to not take ownership of the things that he causes. Now, I'm not saying that it was his fault that his husband cheated, but, um, you know, realizing that he doesn't listen to him when he's, when he's telling him how he feels after, you know, many, many years is very, like they have a whole teenage daughter and it's like, (laughs) just not realize you don't listen to him, but I digress. I'm glad that he got there. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Shay, we have we have a name for the baby, Fred Hampton, uh, which was a very cool, the way they explained, I love the whole thing, but like this was Peter's moment. He comes back with Tess because they're, they're, they think he's going to bail. He comes back, delivers this amazing monologue and just kills it for me. Uh, what were your thoughts on that whole, that whole scenario of him finally coming and, you know, the family all officially coming together there? I love the fact that they named the baby Hampton also after, especially after naming him after Black Panther. Yeah. Because, and I love the show, the fact that the show really touches on the fact that this will be a Black man in this world. 
that he will go through struggles and realize that as strong as he may be, it's okay also to be vulnerable. Mm. And, and I think the way they kind of explain it in a way is amazingly trying to say, we're going to stop like toxic masculinity now. Like, and especially because names have so much power and knowing that I come from, or I'm named after somebody in history who fought for justice for our people, who fought for me to be here. And wow. the fact that I do have two dads and I have, a, I have a mom who will be in my life and who I have a sister that I will get to know. I thought that was such a beautiful moment. I, I didn't think he ran. I thought, especially after that conversation, I didn't know what was gonna happen or how he was gonna show up uh, that he had with Ali. And I love the fact that Ali owned up to it because a marriage is two people regardless. Like it can't, it can't just be all on me for why I kissed somebody. And he and I love the fact that he actually owned up to the fact that even Peter had concerns before he even kissed somebody. He wanted to talk to them about he wanted to talk it out with you, but you didn't want to listen. And I'm not I'm not excusing what he did because he was that was just wrong. But I I love their relationship and I love that we're we saw such a different part of it. Mm-hmm. Because we oh we all have had different um opinions about this marriage and how they were dealing with it and I know my things are just like look if y'all don't work it out just stop start the, stop the heartache just decide it and be done with the situation but we people say for better or for worse for a reason because sometimes worse is going to be worse yeah but you have to make it through and you have to keep going and you have to also know that you know it comes with growth and I love the show too for that reason. Like it's been a big thing about family, but also the growth that happens in a year. Mm, like yeah. a year changes a lot, whether we see it or we don't. It changes a lot, and I I, I just love the entire scene. I love that they included um, Sage in it for the mm. family photo, yeah. and just like the little shots of Hampton in his little sling slinglet was just like, <laughs> oh, I want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I just want one to hold and I mean, I'm not ready for it, but like, but I want one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, it was a, a, that baby was adorable. And I was definitely thinking if I pick this baby up, I don't think I can put it back down. (laughs) Uh, So we have, we had a, we got a kind of an explanation about Luli's articles that someone from my writer's group sent it to the paper. I'm like, "Eh, it's still shady, but okay. At least you acknowledge that it was this weird thing. Uh, but she decided she's going to do this whole this whole blog now, and you know they want her to they wanted to be full time staff every week, and you know Robin's not too 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 keen on it initially. I want to ask you guys, if you're in the family, how do you feel about somebody writing about you? I personally, I have my wife is a writer, she's a musician, so I've I've actually inspired songs if you can believe that, <laughs> and it's it's pretty awesome like to be a muse. Um, so I don't know, what, what are your guys feeling on, on like people writing about you and, and then it being out there, like in the world, Michael, we'll start with you. I mean, I, I would love it. I'm a, I'm a bit of a narcissist anyway. So, <laughs> so <laughs> like, you know, um, but I get the apprehension. Like I get, you know, you don't, even Robin was like, I feel like all of our family's business is out there, but what do you do? Um, and I think for some, like, 
I guess if, I, if it were me, I would want to be able to control the narrative because I'm also kind of a control freak. Yeah. And so, so I would be like, yeah, you can write about me, but like make sure you say ABCD and not just whatever you want to say. Sure. Uh, because then I would be uncomfortable. But no, I, 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 and I, you know, I think that it's a good opportunity for Luli to, you know, really have a career as a writer. Like we saw at the beginning of the show, that that was her ambition. She was about ready to move to New York to pursue it. And she found it in her hometown, which I think is a beautiful kind of full circle thing. Love it. Love it. Shay, what about you? To answer the question, if I, I mean, personally, I don't care as, as long as you're not making me look crazy. And if I said it, cool, then I said it and people, people don't have to live with what I said. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, um, I normally, like when I speak, I usually mean what I say. I don't try to sugarcoat it. I don't, I just try to be honest because I spend a lot of my life trying to be somebody else for other people. And I'm, I was tired of it. So at that point, you're going to get what you get with me like me or not I'm happy so I'm happy with that however what I didn't so much I like the fact that Lily asked Robin's opinion on <laughs> what would happen like like on this job that she's being offered but at the same time I wanted Lily to tell Robin I'm gonna do this I'm I'm letting you know but I'm gonna oh. do this I'm a writer you I've been writing my entire life you can't you can't put me back in the box <laughs> in in a sense because it'll make it comfortable for you okay yeah no all fair all fair uh you know i'm i'm, I'm with you as long as as long as you're not you know putting me on blast too much i'm pretty i'm okay with it i'm okay with it uh awesome so let's talk so speaking of robin uh i think she had a nice kind of little arc on this episode uh and even for the season as well i really thought sarah wayne Callies did a great job with this character uh, this is probably the favorite thing I've ever seen her do. Uh, so, uh, so we start with, you know, she gets rescued and all that, and she's dealing with all that, putting Anthony on blast, and uh, but then we have this uh, this great moment between her and Sam, where they kind of sneak off to her office, and it's it's this really kind of cute, almost puppy love going on right now with them that I really enjoy because it was so sincere that they were just they were just both excited that they were okay, you know. Stuff is stuff, but as long as people are okay. Michael, what were your what were your feelings about about Sam and Robin there? You know, since Sam's introduction, I've been like, Robin needs Sam. Robin needs Sam. And I feel like that was just another example of or a presentation of her needing him. Like he just makes her lighter mm-hmm. and makes her kind of not feel so out of control i guess in her life and like overwhelmed which i which you know is a beautiful and he's coming out of a divorce as well so i feel like he probably needs robin just as much in his for you know in his own ways and i just think it's beautiful i think that i i love robin and sam i know that you know it's still it was still really early and like new but it just was really cute <laughs> yeah 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 uh he very casually says i love you to her shay and robin says did you just bury the lead and he said yeah i didn't want to freak you out she said you didn't and i was like okay 
Okay. What were your thoughts on that? For that one, I was just like, where's my kiss? Like, you don't just say you love me and then you don't like kiss me. Like, <laughs> I mean, I granted, I mean, we're like, everybody in Savannah's here apparently right now at the craft shack, <laughs> but still, you just, you just said something like that and she didn't seem to mind. So I would have loved to see a kiss. I thought it was adorable though. I thought that like, and just the way he is around her when he showed up before he figured out who Evan was, because he was just so excited to see her and be around her. And I think that's the one thing I will miss about the show because it's not coming back just to see how that relationship mm-hmm. works out because they're just so cute together. And we didn't get a chance to talk about it last time, but they did the do. And they did. while it was raining and... <laughs> Thunder Yay for Robin! She got some. Um, <laughs> and, and in my mind, I'm actually, I was really happy that it was like with Sam and not with that guy she had the first kiss with after Scott. Like it felt like this is the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. How it was supposed to transition. And I think Robin really likes him too. Obviously, she hasn't said "I love you" back, but I, I don't think that's because she doesn't feel it, okay. which we also find out later in the episode. But yeah. I, I liked it a lot. Awesome uh yeah so he he takes her finally the the road is open and he takes her to the house and wow the damage to this house i was like wow you might as well just kind of knock it down and start over wow uh because it's a lot of damage um but then we get this amazing moment she's in the backyard and there he is our boy the reason we're all here scott it gets another another shot at scott and it was just great. I mean, it was very similar to what happened with Charlotte. Um, but I thought it was a really cool way to kind of, you know, have give give Robin some closure. You know, she says, she says, because of you, I have five kids, a pack of dads, and my life is filled with so much love. Um, Michael, talk about this, this moment for me. You know, it's always good to see Scott. I, like I said, I said from the beginning, um, I, I wish that we would have gotten more of them. Um, I was expecting to get more of them. So whenever, whenever I see them, whenever we get to see them, I'm like, oh yeah, the reason why this show's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, you know, it's good to see Robin kind of after almost a year kind of come to terms with the, the the Scott chapter of her the Scott chapters of her life kind of changing I don't want to say closing but they've evolved because um, he is the he's the reason everything that's going on in her life currently he's the reason for it. he's the source of it all so I don't want to say that he's she's done with him or whatever but I it's good to see that she's ready to kind of purposefully move forward both in in a relationship with Sam and kind of fully embracing the council and, you know, ready to kind of tackle the the next stage of momness and with her kids. And, and even when she was like, I want to, we're going to help Ollie and Peter raise Hampton, like all of like, I just think that she's kind of like, I'm a strong woman and it took me a minute to remember, but here I am. And you know we're good. I'm ready. Let thank you, Scott. We're ready, kind of thing. 
Yeah, no, I love the way you put that. You're right. It's not necessarily a closure, but it's now it's just different with Scott. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, end of the day, what did she pick up from that pile of all the stuff? His picture. His yeah. right? picture. She's his picture. So, you know, that's a great way to put it, Michael. It's just that the it's it's evolved. I love yeah. that. Uh, the boat in the house got me tripping. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like, it's just, the boat was just like in the second floor. Yeah. That tells you how high window. that water was. Yeah, yeah. And, and in my mind, I was, I seriously want to know how the boat like got there. I, actually, like, I, know you I don't the water, think you but, do. You don't want to like, know. You don't want to know. That that blew my mind. Like literally, even like there was like an, another boat, but like on the lawn of the lake, like in the yeah. back of the house there, like that little yellow thing. It was trippy. Like just to watch all the destruction of it. But obviously, it's a beautiful day out. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Over. Storms uh, over. But. So Shay, Michael touched on it a little, uh, talking about Robin. She says, the council is no longer a one-way street. We need them, yes, but I think they need us too. Uh, and I think this is, again, this is kind of how we end the episode. Um, it's just a beautiful sentiment to me. And I really like the fact that the council needs them just as much. Talk about that a little bit for me. I would like to think that Scott had a big plan, like like knowing the sense that these three people who are important to me or one because he's important to Robin would end up being so important to our children and Lily and Evan and even just the community as a whole and how much you don't realize how much you need people until it's asked of you. And then you don't realize how much you need them until something bad happens. And it's it's a, it's like it's a full circle situation. I I loved it because I think, like I said, like it reminds me of seasons of love because I love it. Oh yeah, sure. Um, the year changes a lot, and though I fought tooth and nail on, on both sides, people fought tooth and nail for different reasons. They wanted to make it work. They didn't know how, and now we're a year later after a hurricane. Don't know where we live in. But the one thing we still have is each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that was more of the big takeaway to take away from this episode. At the end of the day, sometimes it's not about material stuff. We will buy you more stuff when we get the money. But right now we have each other. And I think that's all we need. Yeah. Because it's not about a want anymore. Yeah. People get confused about wants and needs. You want an iPad because everybody else has an iPad. You want a Mac because everybody has a MacBook. But do you really need it? Yeah. Not particularly, like for some people, no, you can you can deal with the Acer, you can deal with the HP. You just want a Mac. But and that's but that's not a need. Like people sure. get confused and they think of wants and needs. Like you you mix up a, a need with something you want, but that doesn't make it true. Yeah, and I think and especially in the, you know, in this times that we're living in right now, you you realize how much you you need people and family in your life. Uh because we all definitely had have been kind of uh, I know me, not allowed to have it, you know, so uh, it definitely kind of puts things in perspective. Michael, any final thoughts as we wrap this up? Uh, I, I'm I'm sure like most people who watch the show, I'm sad that it's over, but um, but it was like, it was a really good depiction of kind of a, a normal family being thrown into abnormal circumstances and rising above it and and conquering all the things or beginning to conquer those things that could have held them down 
And it's a beautiful story, well written. I, I you know, I think that um, I would have loved to got you know see more of of all of them. I just I I want to you know when you get when you a show like this, you get to know the characters and you want to kind of they become your friends and you want to like follow them wherever they're going. Um, so, but I, I hope that you know. It, it'll be, in my mind, all good things are coming to all of them. So, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I couldn't have it. I couldn't have an episode unless I mentioned at least one mention of our the cutest human being on earth, JJ. When he tells Anthony, "You shouldn't have cheated with my dad's girlfriend, and you should have used birth control," I almost fell out of my seat. Oh my God, <laughs> JJ, you're the best. I can't wait to see what what what's next for for that actor. He's so adorable. Uh, but overall, guys, I've had a blast. This has been such a great show. Such a, I think, a, a show we all kind of need to, especially in these times of, you know, again, focusing on what's important. Uh, you know, some people could argue it's a little, it's a little glossy, a little Disneyfied, maybe in some ways. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. You know, I like, I like to cry. This show did not, never did me wrong. So uh, thank you guys for being on this panel with me. It's been amazing. Um, where can we find you, Shay Jones? You guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and Sundays for the Dish Upon a Star series on the Afterbus TV Red Carpets channel. Awesome. Michael. Uh, you can find me on the all social platforms at official Michael. That's official M-Y-K-E-L-L. Uh, and you can find me at seanstar75 on the gram, Gorilla Suit Sean on Twitter. Uh, I'm now on the AEW wrestling show uh, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m., so check me out there. But again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Please like, subscribe, share. We are the ESPN of TV Talk. If you watch a show, I will almost guarantee that we do an after show for it. So be sure to tune in to all of our stuff. And look out for all of us on other shows, and hopefully we'll get to work together soon. Until yeah. then, thank you again. We love you. Have a great 4th of July weekend. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.